Welcome to Memphis Machine, a Muddy Pig production. I'm Jonathan Bass. And I'm Carl Casperson, and together we're looking to show off the creative sights and sounds of Memphis, Tennessee. Amen. In this episode, we got to sit down with the brain trust, the creative trust of Crosstown Concourse. Uh, I'm not going to say contortion again. Contortion. <laughs> <laughs> Crosstown. Which remember in season one, we actually were in Crosstown Concourse. Start, start this again. Man. Oh my gosh. Well, how many times we got to start this? Know, it's man. fine. This it's natural bad. banter. Yeah, we sat down with Jenny. Esso. And Caitlin and Joy. And we basically just put some mics in their lovely faces. And, and they conveyed the aspirations, the dreams, the hopes, uh, the good work they've accomplished so far. Lots of community work. They are doing a, a bang-up job of having the arts. Well, in a- you know, not wondered. I just You, know, you hear the phrase bang-up, and it sounds like it's a bad thing. But people mean it as a good thing, right? not, I've always I always thought it as, as, as a good thing. <laughs> Maybe from watching too much television in the 70s. I don't know. But, well, uh, no matter they're, what they're doing is a good thing. They are working hard at, at making things lovely. And um, they were so gracious to sit down with us and uh, share with us what, what's going on. Remember, we talked to Paul Taylor in season one. Yes. And that was, of course, in Crosstown Concourse and a part of the Crosstown Arts effort. And he's still kicking butt there as well. So if you haven't listened to that episode, jump back to season one and check that one out. Check it out. Crosstown Arts, welcome to Memphis Machine. I'm Carl. That's Jonathan. We got a whole group of, of guests here today. Starting on my left, we have Caitlin. Joy, Esso, and Jenny. And we're here to discuss uh, this beautiful recent addition to the Memphis scene, Crosstown Arts. What's the full name of, of the facility? So the facility, the building is Crosstown Concourse. Crosstown Concourse. And within Crosstown Concourse, there is a contemporary arts center, which yes. is Crosstown Arts. Okay, so for, for people who are outside of the Memphis area, which is maybe one or two who are listening to this right now. <laughs> no, uh, so, so give us a lowdown as to, can you give us a brief, like, how this came into fruition, the, the becoming of Crosstown Concourse? So, um, the building, we're in an old Sears building that yes. was open in 1927, um, and it was a hub. So, if you can imagine, if you're outside of Memphis, it doesn't mean much to you, but for Memphians, this was actually the suburbs at the time. Right. Uh, everybody lived downtown, and they um, built this gigantic building out here. People moved out. They lived here. They worked here. It was a huge kind of community center for people to meet, to get drinks, to get, you know, everything you could imagine you could get at the Sears building. What, what year are we talking? So this was built in 1927, and then it was thriving all the way up to about the mid-'80s. And then in the early-'90s, it closed um, because people were moving further out east. Right. Uh, density dropped. People just weren't coming out to shop at the building anymore. Um, so it closed down, and it stayed dormant until pretty much last year. Right. Uh, but this project was about 10 years in the making. So Todd Richardson, who is an art history professor here in Memphis, and Chris Miner, who's a video artist, who are both Memphians, um, well, adopted Memphians, they kind of met 10 years, they, they met at school, but they got together 10 years ago and thought, man, wouldn't this be awesome if we could do something really cool here? Right. And what they wanted to do was an art center. That was the idea. And then they realized, well, we can't just make an art center. We have to make all the things that make communities thrive. And they thought, we need to create a whole village. So what does that mean? That means healthcare. That means a school. That means entertainment. That means food. That means art. 
there you and, go. And, and it's all happened. The, the school's running. Yes. School's in session. Yep. And, and there are vendors uh, making everything from sugared nuts downstairs to wonderful coffee and uh, craft beers and Crosstown Brewery. burgers and, uh, and vegan and all of it, right? Yeah. And uh, Church Health is here. Yes. Um, with their Memphis plan. They're helping the under, uninsured and underinsured. We have a whole Wonderful. bunch of nonprofits here. Mm-hmm. Step Ahead Foundation, Temple Israel, just all kinds of the Urban Child Institute, Memphis Teacher Residency, all kinds of cool And then, of stuff. course, the artist. And then the artist. So yes. we have um, different shows almost every month. And then we also have an artist residency program where people from Memphis, from all over the country, and sometimes from all over the world, will apply and if they're chosen they get to come here um live here for free get breakfast lunch and dinner and have a studio where they can work fantastic Um, so it's pretty great now i've tried to describe this building to people who have never seen it and uh, um i'm a fan of the blade runner franchise it reminds me of just this art deco giant behemoth uh and and what 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 the foundation we call a foundation or the the uh, the actual what, what, the group that made this oh the kind of the development development the developers what they've the done with the place yeah. is um it is is not scary at all like Blade Runner I mean it, 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 <laughs> I mean at so, night it's a little scary well, I mean, yeah. no, but from the outside it's, it is this this giant like battleship of of of, of a yeah, building and you come really inside is, yeah. and it's just it's just lovely so yeah it's really um, inviting so 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 Joy so Jenny so so tell me some of what of your story here Joy. Yeah, so um, I'm actually new to Crosstown Arts, um, but not uh, so new to uh, this vision Mm -hmm. as far as um, what it looks like to take a community that um, maybe needs some work and some building in um, and then put something that can um, enhance, um, cultivate, engage that community. Um, So my role in that um, is I'm technically public programming direct uh, coordinator. Mm -hmm. Um, So in that role... uh, Focusing on workshops, so um, getting students um, from the local programs, local schools, um, sometimes after-school programs. Um, we even work with the juvenile detention center oh, um, to just get students of all ages um, engaged with art. Um, and so that can mean dance, that can mean paint, that can mean theater. Um, it has a lot of different kind of tentacles of it, um, but really getting as many students involved as possible, um, reaching out to families, engaging adults. Um, Because there's a lot of, um, as I like to say, there's a lot of unchewed meat in Memphis as far as um, like the talent level um, exposure. Um, And so if we can just bring those slabs of meat to the table so people can actually do something with them, um, that's kind of my role. Wonderful. Yeah. Esso. Yeah. So I've kind of been involved well, not with the, the meat of the process, but like over time, um, I've known Chris and Todd for roughly nine years, nine, eight or nine years. And some of the earlier developments that they had with uh, Cross Town Arts, I was a part of. I was doing music. I was one of the first, uh, well, me and my group, uh, Artistic Approach, were one of the first uh, acts that they had. Um, and when they developed the uh, strip mall across the street, um, we were the first act to kind of, you know, uh, be presented with this whole grand opening of the space. And, um, yeah, I've just grown, you know, with them when they were doing the groundbreaking. So I've kind of been a part of the process um, in some, you know, facets for a while. Um, now I, I work here. 
Um, so uh, my role is performance coordinator, and so basically booking for um, the green room space as well as the theater that's um, being finished and uh, developed still. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's cool, cool that's process. That's great. Yeah, I mean it, it, it's a, it's a well used building. We have someone coming in just to kind of check it out. It sounds like on the other side of the mic. Yeah, it does sound like. That. But we but we'll continue on, Miss Jenny. Yes. Talk, um, talk to us. Yeah. So my relationship with Crosstown Arts is came about somewhat similar to Esso's. Um, I'm a musician also. I'm a flutist, mm. classically trained flutist, so I come from that background. And a few years ago, um, a few musicians in Memphis and I, we formed the Blue Shift Ensemble, which is a contemporary chamber music group. Mm. And our first concert came about by working with Chris Miner and um, some others at Crosstown. And over the years, through Blue Shift Ensemble, I've been working with Crosstown and in the last couple months I started working here with Esso in the music department so before this summer music events happened at Crosstown um, of course but there wasn't an actual music department so now that does exist and we're Ta-da. forming that yeah great so, that's hard yeah where Esso <laughs> kind of does everything covers everything I yeah. do more of the I guess you could say classical music side of things but it's hard to describe that in some cases, you know, like what is classical music? Where do those yeah. lines stop? But anyway, um, yeah, that's my role here at Crosstown and how it came to be. And Jenny pushes the boundaries. Let's be clear. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> when we say classical music, you may have something specific in mind, but I just want to paint a picture for you, if I may, of Jenny playing a cactus with an amplifier on it <laughs> and a toothpick. Yes. And so... If that's part of classical music, that's fabulous. Yeah, just wa- just wanted <laughs> exactly. to be clear. Yeah. That's a very broad. <laughs> so speaking of, of of an amplified cactus with a toothpick, why 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 are the arts important to, to human beings? Why 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 this endeavor? <laughs> Everyone's like, what? Um, that's a deep question. So I think uh, the arts are important for community because, like, if you if you think about any. Uh, society over time, the things that remain of that, you know, community are the arts, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, architecture, or, you know, things or pictures on a wall or whatever, like that's what remains of the community. So really investing into the arts is what kind of keeps that community thriving and, you know, moving forward. So I think that here, you know, making an intentional effort of, you know, making the arts accessible, making art uh, available is, you know, like, necessary and vital, you know, for the development of Memphis. Yeah. Right. I, mean, sure. I mean, we have a right outside the uh, the gallery that's constantly changing, too. You got video exhibits. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know, a, a rotating exhibit in the corner down there. What, what's there right now? Pardon me? What's there right now in the corner? I think it just changed, actually. So uh, on f- this Friday, which is tomorrow, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> we have an art opening. It's part of the Wish Book series. It's a triannual series that highlights artists who use film as a medium. So it's not necessarily films. <laughs> it's film as a medium, which can mean film, but isn't necessarily film. <laughs> um, this one is called Land of the Land by John Pearson. It's going to be really beautiful. He has some uh, video art, and then he also has some cyanotypes on fabric that he's going to be um, exhibiting. And so that's opening tomorrow. Man Control is going to play. Um, it's going to be really fun. Um, there's a bike ride that's organized from Overton Park to here. 
before the show, all kind of, we're always partnering with other people. There's, al- there's always more than just one thing happening at a time. But anyway, that's what's there right now. Um, but we, it's very important to us to always include video art because we really want to expand the definition of art for people. Art isn't necessarily just fine art, yeah. um, although that's a huge part of it. But it's, it's so many other things. Um, and it just, I just wanted to mention real quick when you asked why is art important, there's, just, there's many reasons, but there's this really impactful moment for me. We were at the Juvenile Detention Center with uh, Jazzy, who's now our theater director, but she was kind of the public programming coordinator before mm-hmm. joined, uh, joined us. And there's this woman who worked there who said a lot of the... the so the project was uh, painting a mural, and they did an amazing job. Mm-hmm. And the woman who works with them said it was beautiful to watch these kids who often don't even have the time to sit and be that is required to create art. Mm-hmm. You have to have time to just be and sit there and have and hold space. And that to me was so beautiful because it mm-hmm. really rang true. Yeah. And I, I couldn't have said it myself, but when she said it, it seems so accurate yeah. that um, I think because we have phones and we have constant news yeah. and we have everything going on all the mm. time, we may not think we need to just like sit and be quiet for a minute, but art forces you to do that. Right. And it's so great. And I, I think it really speaks to like, especially at the work at the juvenile detention center, a lot of, you know, they have a lot of time on their hands, right. you know, where they're just doing nothing. But mm. I think what is unique about, Cross on arts and like what they actually what we actually want to do is that we give them paintbrushes to use and we give them you know something to do with their hands other than you know some of these kids are just sitting punching walls literally mm-hmm. um, because of all of the things in their heads and hearts which to be honest if any of us as artists were to just sit and never be able to express we probably would be punching walls and yeah. losing our minds too but art gives an avenue um, where there isn't one. Um, for some people that can look like sports and that can look like activity, but some people need a pen um, and some people need um, just a workspace. Some people just need some music. They need something else. And so like bridging the gap between definitely like fine art, because that's not all it is, but even also some, uh, actually a lot of the community I find, um, they just haven't seen any other options. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, I can make some beats or I can like learn a hip hop dance, but also ballet is an option. And also, um, you know, tap dance. Let's figure out how we can um, make a mural. What is a mural? Uh, you know, and, and being able to like bridge that gap between this very highbrow fine art level um, and what is seen as very lowbrow um, mm. on the street level. Mm-hmm. And so bringing those together, I mean, that, I think that is the heartbeat of Memphis. Mm-hmm. And so if we can emulate that. That's exactly what we want to do. Yeah, that's, that's lovely. How, how unique, and how unique an endeavor is this uh, uh, across the country? You think? We like to think pretty darn special. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there yeah. are some spaces we look to for mentorship. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a spot called AS220 up north mm-hmm. that I know Todd and Chris used for inspiration, and they're amazing what they do up there. But I mean, I, I'm new to the art world, um, but just the community that we've brought together here and the willingness to push boundaries and to work with people who are different from us and going to places that are uncomfortable for everyone. I mean, that's how we live. Like we're constantly just like, what am I doing? Yeah. Uh, And (laughs) it's so exciting and it just creates such an amazing atmosphere. Um, So yeah, I think it's, it's, it's pretty special. Right. Can we go ahead? Uh, Yeah. I was just going to say, can we, talk about some of the strategies you said uh, joy i think you mentioned you know 
use the metaphor bringing meat to the table you know going out and and find can you talk about some of those strategies or any any right that that y'all might use to bridge the gaps and yeah. bring um, the people here i so for me that looks a lot like i think for each different role it definitely has a different um style and also it just needs different talents um but for me it looks a lot like i mean i spend a good probably 50 percent of my time at a school or an organization meeting with a you know, like community mentors from like Boys and Girls Club to Memphis Athletic Ministries to other schools in the area, um, charters, public. Um, and so a lot of it looks like, um, you know, bringing what we have to the community. Um, and so a lot of our workshops are actually off offsite at first. Um, and so they start on the campuses, they start um, at the different locations, um, and then we seek to bring them in. And so that this can be a place where the community is not just welcome and invited, but is walked in the doors with us. Um, so that's my role. Um, I think for for me, um, <clears throat> and we're still doing programming for um, the spaces as they're being uh, built out, but um, developing. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Getting all choked. You know. <laughs> um, uh, building something that can just kind of bring people in. Um, for me, Crosstown is new um, to the community, so um, one of the things I wanted to do is just kind of bring people in or have a reason for them to come. Because um, sometimes, like like you say, it's a behemoth of a place and it could be a little daunting. And so um, having events that are kind of approachable, it's like, oh, this is something that I'll be interested in. Like, this is a reason to come to this space. Mm -hmm. um, and so kind of just getting people in to kind of get them acclimated um, and then having events that are like, there's a DJ series I'm programming now, so just kind of getting uh, various DJs in, playing a lot of different music, everything from like ultra um, lounge to Afrobeat to old school hip hop to house to you know funk so or whatever mm -hmm. and so that brings a lot of different communities um, and then some of those will you know mix and some of those will cross paths and so now you're building this rich community through music right. so um, and I'll, I'll be developing more things um, um, to assist in that but the, that's basically the main goal for me is to really develop community through music and performance. Terrific. And also just <clears throat> cross-pollinating things like Jenny did this thing over the summer that was just so unexpected and didn't take that much. I, it's easy for me to say that. It was probably a pain <laughs> to organize. But Monday and Wednesday mornings, the um, there were Memphis Symphony Orchestra musicians that would just play for two hours. And people, and these aren't people, the people who saw them in the morning, they weren't paying to go to a show, they weren't getting dressed up for date night, they were going to work, or they were going to the doctor, or they were grabbing a coffee, but they were hearing like a string quartet. Mm. And mm -hmm. people who wouldn't necessarily go to hear the symphony, or feel like it was maybe even for them, oh, that's not, that's not for me, that's not my, my seat, I would feel uncomfortable going, well, they got to sit down and just drink their coffee, or have a morning meeting and hear that music. So we're trying to really kind of intercept people yeah. in mm -hmm. unexpected ways mm -hmm. to, to tell them this is for you we built this for you we didn't mm -hmm. just build this for ourselves mm -hmm. right so it's really a building trust is really yeah. something yeah, we're yeah. working on how, how many living uh, spaces are, are here so I think there are 265 apartments here mm -hmm. what's interesting is that um, there's 
plenty of people who live here and go about their lives outside the building. But um, several of the stu- studios are reserved for um, artists in residence, right. like I was describing earlier. Mm-hmm. And then there's teachers in residence, because we have a bunch of teacher residencies here. And then there's also doctors in residence. So uh, doctors who are trading at St. Jude or at Church Health can stay here as well. So there's all these. And then Iris Orchestra uh, musicians can mm. stay here as well. Wow. And that's all affordable housing. Um, so again, it's really about mixing people up, almost forcing different people to to meet and run into each other and see what happens when that when that do, happens. Do you feel like this is doing a good job of um, breaking the love affair America has had with suburbia? Ooh. Hey, real quick, Memphis Machine would like to thank Snakebite for their sponsorship of the podcast. Snakebite Made in America makes the best keychain, beer, bottle opener, and folding fork church key along with their excellent professional bartending tool, the Mamba. You can check out Snakebite at www.snakebiteco. That's snakebiteco.com. I don't know. What, what do y'all think? <clears throat> Love affair with <laughs> suburbia. You know, uh, yeah, this, this pursuit of, of autonomy and like I've got my little space unto myself and now I'm miserable and alone. Yeah, right. You know, so, well, for me personally, um, I think the Love Affair ended in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just a different way of uh, thinking and living. I think it, much like how malls are like kind right. of going under, I think it was a, a mindset for a period of time that that was the better way of living. But, I mean, over the past 10 years, I think people are like, oh, I need to get back to the city. And so um, with that mindset, I think that it is uh, not necessarily breaking the love affair. I think it's... Um, more so making the city more attractive. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the love affair has already kind of dwindled, you know, the honeymoon phase. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I think it's like, ah, that's kind of over. Um, And so it's like, well, is this really what I want? And then you start questioning, you know, the relationship that you had with suburbia. Um, and it's like, do I really right. want you this? You don't even know right. me. Anymore. You don't even know me, you know? Um, and so I think right now it's about um, uh, revitalizing the city or, and, and not even revitalizing the city. I think it's just making, um, uh, I think activating the city in a different way. Um, because everything that's here has already been here, mm-hmm. right? So it's not like we're doing anything different. I think it's just making it accessible, like mm-hmm. uh, Caitlin was saying. Um, me and Jenny uh, programmed uh, an event called Continuum um, uh, this this summer. And basically it was doing a lot of that cross-pollinating. It had uh, elements that were, um, as you can probably say, highbrow, if you want to use that for lack of a better uh, term that I have right now, mm. but it was making that accessible to people who couldn't necessarily, you know, go to a symphony orchestra, right. um, or you know, pay this ticket to go and see this or experience that. We really brought it here to make it accessible. But then we did a lot of um, collaborations with other artists. So then you had like a hip hop artist doing something with a, a, a is it flautist, flutist? Which way? I don't know which. Is Either's it? fine, but. <laughs> As a flutist, flutist, I would say flutist. Okay, yeah. so so uh, hip hop artist with a flutist. Mm-hmm. Um, we had acapella bands. I was a part of that. Um, we had a, uh, a quartet. 
uh, from Chicago called Noise, the saxophone quartet, and so they were doing some uh, really experimental uh, sounds, and people who had never even seen or heard of that were able to experience that um, at a very reasonable price. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, just bringing that to this space, and I think that's not happening in the suburbs, you know? Right. Um, so uh, I think more than anything, it's really just like, you know, the reason why you love the city, I think we're reminding people of why they love the city in the first place. Yeah. My, my wife's grandparents, uh, just up in the St. Louis area, used to live in the city. They grew up, you know, Italian immigrants. Uh, my wife's grandfather was uh, what? Swedish, you know, yeah. So yeah, so and and I'm from I'm from East St. Louis originally. Really? Yeah. yeah. So, so, so we're talking like like, like uh, uh, on the hill, blackjack, and uh, um, well near Ferguson. Right? Okay, yeah, Ferguson. So is so on the hill, so, yeah. but the, when they were downtown in the '60s, they got caught up in white flight and moved out mm-hmm. to where they were. But in, in, in my my point is in family gatherings, they always talked about you know it used to be like it used to be we could get on a trolley and just go. Yeah. I mean, I mean they they had the house was fine where they lived was fine. But they always had this longing for, like, you know, it used to be like this. We could go down to the store and hang mm-hmm. out and we could right. get together. That's key. There's so much you can do with density. Mm-hmm. Because all of a sudden, there's a reason for the goods and services and the doctors and the schools that all also left to come back. Because look at yeah. all these people. Yes. Yeah. Right? And that's something mm-hmm. Memphis is, really needs to work on, and we are is to bring that density back because otherwise it's really hard for anything to thrive when it's like mm. a little well, more difficult one, to overlook there's problems. one yeah. person over yeah. there and there's yeah. one person over there have and, to address things you know yeah, yeah. exactly wonderful yeah just take that all in okay <laughs> <laughs> um we're not afraid of dead air we have the edit oh, we can edit you know right <laughs> <laughs> um there's a full um from our last season, uh, we interviewed uh, Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul Taylor. Paul Taylor. Paul Taylor. Thank Taylor. You, yeah. Oh, yeah. Incredible. And, and, and uh, his showcase was lovely. Uh, it was so cool. Essa was there. Didn't you play in his showcase? Uh, yes, I was there. In the <laughs> place. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. That was me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was, it was, oh, it was yeah. fabulous. And then and, 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 uh, I've rehearsed with Paul and done some things with him, but there's a full like wood shop oh, yeah. happening back there. Mm-hmm. There's a, um, a finish uh, a varnish finish booth, mm-hmm. spray booth. That's the word mm-hmm. I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah. So the um, it just opened actually to the public. Fantastic. So the art making. So it's we're calling it. We call it so many different things. I can think we're gonna shared art making labs. Yes. It's the official name. Yeah. And it's open as of I think a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. You have to come here to sign up. It's not live online yet but it will be soon mm-hmm. um it's 80 bucks a month and you get to use everything in there the wood shop the the sound editing booth the dark room the CNC screen printing cutter. stuff the cnc cutter Ooh. the vinyl printer i mean it's goodness gracious it's insane and there will be workshops eventually but for now it's people who kind of know a little bit more what they're doing right and a fun little perk that i think is so often overlooked but um you know, 25% of the Memphis population is under 15 years old. That means people, a lot of people have a lot of kids here. Mm-hmm. And um, that's often not considered. 
And if for the shared art making space, it was really important to us that anyone who has that membership can actually bring their kid and you can get two hours at the well, which is, which is a life center associated with Church Health hmm. downstairs. And they have amazing programming, super fun stuff, super kid friendly, um, hula hoops and paints and all that stuff. But so you can actually do your art and not have to worry about... How am I going to pay for childcare? How am I going to get oh all goodness. this equipment? How am I going to clean everything up? You know, this is a place yeah. for the whole person. Right. Um, you also have a brand new state-of-the-art theater. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That just, yeah. Is, is, it, is that yeah. live? Is that, is that happening now? It is live it's in January. Live in January. It's so amazingly fantastic and cool. Yes. I think we, um, can we announce the name? Because, like, Todd can? yelled it yesterday. Well, yeah. I haven't yeah. heard it, so yes. Okay. Let's, say, let's say yeah. <laughs> It's called the Dollhouse. Yeah. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. She said it. It's out. It's out. It's out, it's out there. It's uh, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. The acoustics. I wish Jazzy could have made it. She's our theater director. She knows everything. Yes. But it was made so that you could record a live album in there. Oh wow. Um, mm-hmm. And different instruments you play need different acoustic settings, and we can change all of that. Yeah. It's modular, so it can be a black box theater or it can be a more traditional theater. Mm. Um, you can do theater in the round. Um, yeah. There's a runway option. Uh, they can uh, have they have they can put all the seats away and make it a complete standing room concert area. Um, the acoustics are really dope in there because they have um, wood paneling, which was made in our shared art studio, oh, yeah. um, all around. So if you know we have symphony orchestra. Mm. Um, they can go there and, it, and you know we just change it up but if also there's like an intimate theater performance um we can lower these um i don't know what they're called but like these shades almost yeah. in front of them and so it's a little bit more um like intimate uh i you mean there's screen film you can screen film i think there. it's the largest uh it's gonna be the largest screening room in the city yeah yeah, huh. yeah. so wow who's responsible for the design I do. I can tell you that Ben Butler made all of those Mm -hmm. wooden. It's hard to describe acoustic panels. Acoustic panels, beautiful as they are, effective. Yeah, they look like curtains. They They look look amazing, and you have to touch them to see. Like, do they move? Because it looks like a wave. Like it looks like a wave, like like a sound wave. it looks like that. Four thousand hand cut wood panels that look like waves. Oh my goodness. It's cool, but yeah. who designed it? I don't know precisely who's designed it. I wish it. I could tell you. I think uh, it's probably Lunar Excuse because they're the architects who gotcha. built the whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then there was a there's an acoustics company who did mm-hmm. all the acoustics testing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they huh. are based in Connecticut, but they also did the Skirmahorn Center or Concert Hall in Nashville, which okay. is where the Nashville Symphony plays, and it is a, an amazing space. So when I heard they were doing the acoustics for this, I was just like, oh my goodness, this wow. is so exciting. Yeah. It's incredible. Shout out yeah, to they Russ. know what they're doing. So that, that, yeah. that comes online uh, in January. Yes. In January, and it's oh, already, I believe it's already booked almost through March or April. Oh, really? I believe so. Um, oh, wow. And some of those ranging from like musical guests to um, full like theaters to um, I think a new let me not put Op- Opera name Memphis was a guest of ours last season also I think they've mm-hmm. I know that they were touring it a couple yes. weeks ago yeah. so uh, I don't know that would be yeah. fabulous that, yeah fabulous. and then we'll have like a theater like a the youth theater workshop also they're putting on a play there you know so it's like really. You name the level and they're gonna be there. Yeah, Crosstown um, High School is gonna be using. Uh, is going to be using the space also for some of their school wow. reunions and yeah. talks and yeah. stuff. So it's multi-use. Everything yeah. in here is really 
yeah. for everyone to share. Yeah, That's the whole point. Yeah, and it's on all under Jasmine Miller's direction as yes. the theater director. Wonderful, she's crushing it. Okay, so so Crosstown is that you, you mentioned? It's just it's just been a year since it's gone fully operational, right? Yeah, and I think these guys can speak more to it than I can because mm-hmm. I just came on recently. But it was all incubated for what at least six, five or six years, right across the street at four thirty North Cleveland, and so Crosstown Arts, we still have that space that's open to any artist who wants to book it. It's 60 bucks and you can do anything you want in there. Mm, And the things that come out of that space are just mind blowing. And so I know you guys used it, performed in it, all that. I, um, I've actually been a part of a couple of exhibitions, uh, group (coughs) exhibitions. Um, I've done shows in there, musical concerts. Um, it houses so many different things, like Mm -hmm. literally anything you can think of. Mm -hmm. There've been, uh, professional burlesque shows in there. There have been uh, just a range of different, like whatever whatever you can think of as far as art yeah. um, can happen in that space. And uh, again, making it accessible for the community. And it's it's usually booked out like several months in advance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's great because that means that the community is using it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's definitely an amazing resource. Goodness. Uh, so what 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 could be a long term the success have you, have you been been able to measure success within a year's time and now and now is it, are, are you you know the momentum is happening what mm-hmm. what what's 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 the future forecast looking like um i think for for me personally how i measure success is i think not necessarily in numbers i think impact i think impact is mm-hmm. going to be the first indicator of the success and i think over time i mean because we're we're still new it's only been a year. Um, a lot of things have happened in a year, but I think let's see what you know five years looks like. Mm-hmm. Like, what is the impact of five years? And I think we can measure that kind of success. I think right now it's about just getting people acclimated to what's going on and building that trust over time. Like, mm-hmm. the theater, you know, isn't even open yet, and so once people know that that's you know there, it's like, oh, what? Okay, now there's a theater and there's things happening there, or. There'll be some programming in the green room. Um, it's like, okay, cool. There's going to be a concert. We're going to have a intimate set with Lenny Kravitz or something. You know, whatever. Oh yeah. Um, you know, yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen, but um, <laughs> no, you know, cool. it's Le- possible. Lenny, if you're listening, you know, <laughs> okay, shout okay. out to Lenny. Um, but I think um, that success is we're going to know um, over time. But I think people are definitely getting accustomed to things happening here um, and being excited about things happening here. Like, even that is success. Like, just, ah, there's more than I thought there was in Memphis. So that's that's major. And then people getting used to that and being proud of, yeah, you know, things are happening in Memphis. Like, I think even that is success. But we'll we'll know over time for sure. It's hard to measure. It's definitely something that we're we're still trying to think because you try to put metrics on stuff but like how do you put metrics on trust and mm-hmm. empowerment and human flourishing yeah mm-hmm. right yeah. and yeah. delight social and cultivation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly yeah, social healthiness like how do you right. you know right. it's hard to I, you know there, there's uh, I'm familiar with a few religious traditions uh, you know the concepts of, of, of heaven or nirvana or mm-hmm. the final resting place of the human energy or soul mm-hmm. you know a lot of different interpretations and, and hopes and dreams of what that might be but I know uh as, as far as like from the Bible, from the Christian tradition, there's this concept of the city of God, mm-hmm. of when, when when things finally get settled, and uh, you don't need a police force anymore, you don't need military, 
you don't even need doctors anymore, but you have this coming together of humanity in the city. I, in, in a fantastic way, I, th- I think this is a glimpse hmm. of, of, of that ideal of, of like all different ethnicities and human and peoples mm-hmm. coming together and flourishing. You know, and what do you do when you don't need a military or, or police? You, you make art. You, you make, make art. You yeah. make <laughs> art and, 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 and make awesome food forever, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, so I, I think the vibe is just incredible here. Yeah. I think yeah. it's yeah. so... I would say that's a huge measure of success to me too is the if we can get to a place where like art is cultivated yes um you know there's accessibility there's businesses thriving all of those things but then also if we can then create an environment that like the community is within without all ingrained mm-hmm. within like where um whether it's because you came to CrossFit on Concourse because you like the food or because you came because you want to hang out in that gallery or you came because your friend is doing a performance or whatever those reasons are, um, I would love to see in the future, whether that be five years, ten years, next week, who knows. But, like, I would love to see where we can walk in and you feel like Memphis in here yeah. um, and not just, um, like, the heartbeat but, like, the full body of what Memphis is. And walk yeah. in and walk around. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah. it's really about the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Right. We are a part of the neighborhood, but we owe them everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For believing in us, believing in the project, sticking by us, because it has been a you know crazy ride. And so we don't want people to just come to Crosstown Concourse. We want people to come to Crosstown Neighborhood. Yeah. Mm. Right, yeah. and that's really, really important to us. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, all, so schedule of, of events and everything, it's all online, it's all... It, it pretty much I know yes. there's a lot to keep up with and so much to keep up right. with please please subscribe to our newsletter one yes so go to crosstownconcourse.com or crosstownarts.com crosstownconcourse.com will get you more information <laughs> so go there sign up for our newsletter you can get this week at your concourse that's every week and then if you're interested in specific things you can sign up for either the food and drink newsletter the fitness and wellness newsletter the free stuff newsletter holla <laughs> or the arts newsletter. Yeah. And that way you'll get like the full, full rundown of that specific thing if you're interested in one of those things specifically. Because yeah. there is so much going on. Yeah. It can be a little bit uh, overwhelming. Jonathan and I, we, we were part of the uh, um, Dennis Adams, um, yeah, uh, strictly Jazz, Nan- the Nancy Wilson oh, yeah. Yeah. show. Yeah. And it was, it was, it was packed. Oh, and, yeah. and it sounded great. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I'll be playing the, uh, the Billie Holiday on the show yeah, yeah. on the nice. looking forward to that and Esso's inaugural DJ series Spins is happening right after that oh fantastic mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. so, so, anything, so I can speak know. from a personal <laughs> vantage point that it, it, I, I'm looking forward to coming here as often as I can yeah it was a joy yeah. to play it was Good. fantastic yeah. and Sounds try the bar great. have you been to the bar yet art bar oh yeah yeah, I just got the coffee from there. Okay. Yeah. No, that's, a oh, that's the cafe. That's oh, the cafe. The art bar. Bar. You get. Guys. I'm not even going to try to describe it. You just got to. Technically closed at this minute. Right. Because it's 11 in the morning. But yeah. You can't. You can't get a shot right now. Five. Yeah, they have some amazing homemade or homemade. Yeah, craft cocktails. They have everything from like a two dollar glass of wine to a twenty dollar glass of wine to absinthe cocktails to. Something made with yupon, which I just found out is the only indigenous caffeinated plant that isn't a beverage that we serve we at Art it, Bar. Oh we got it. And I then there's a rotating... The people were asking. The bar top is a rotating art piece, so every month a different artist puts an installation inside 
You just gotta go. You gotta check it out. It's crazy. And Bart, Bart the bartender the best person I, ever fantastic I, one last thing i want to ask I, I kind of circle around back to uh, mentorship because after you just saying that i don't want to leave here today yeah but as chris and Rich, richard were, were mentored is how, how is crosstown mentoring you know like like I, my hope obviously this would catch on and retool large buildings that are just laying around mm-hmm. right Mm-hmm. We're part of a, a tradition. I mean, I wish Todd Richardson, our founder, he, our founder, that sounds very even culty. Uh, uh, the the co-founder of, of uh, Crosstown Concourse, he was inspired by some amazing work that was happening up in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I could remember the name of the project, but I certainly don't want us to sound like we think we invented this because no, we didn't. No. We're coming out of a long tradition of, of repurposing. Um, but Todd goes to a lot of conferences and talks right. to a lot of people. And actually, if you look around the country, I think there's about 10 Sears buildings similar to this one that are left. And they've all been repurposed in different ways. I like mm. to think that this is a really, really special way of doing it because mm-hmm. we didn't just go strictly residential or strictly commercial. We really yeah. tried to think of something new. Um, but there's a lot of interesting things going on out right now. Mm-hmm. In, in Because like we were talking about, People are coming back to the city. Density is an issue. Mm-hmm. People are trying to come back to their roots and figure out how to make it work. So um, I'm not sure what our place is in the conversation yet. We're, we're still pretty humble. It's still the first year. So mm-hmm. I think we're really listening right now. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but, yeah, we certainly get a lot of inquiries and people <laughs> asking, yeah. how, did, how on earth did this happen? But city leaders yeah. you need to come and check out Memphis and check out Crosstown. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Got to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you all so much today. Right. Jenny, Esso, Joy, Caitlin, thank you for sitting down with us thank and you. explaining this thank beautiful you, vision. Uh, for those of you coming to Memphis, obviously to check out the music, Elvis, you know, you can't miss Elvis, uh, Beale Street, you've got to make an effort to come out just a little bit east of downtown and, and, and come to Crosstown and enjoy this beautiful human flourishing endeavor that's happening right now. And I need to get some, what was that caffeinated stuff called again? Yup. You pond. You pond. I got. I, that's on my list. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes. Thank you again. Yeah, thank, you. thank you. It's our hope uh, after listening to this episode that if you find yourself in the Memphis area, and lots of people do, I, you know how many Australians I've met <laughs> in Memphis? Quite a few. Oh my gosh, uh, <laughs> on Beale Street. Yeah. So uh, please put it in, in your in your list of things to do to make it to concourse uh crosstown concourse and be sure and and just look in social media to see um you know concourse's uh social media presence to see what arts things are going on there's always something happening uh get yourself some homemade ice cream area 51 area 51 so good <laughs> and uh and some gourmet coffee and uh and beer which we're going to be talking about in another episode here coming up and uh and, and check out crosstown concourse check out the arts movement that's happening there crosstown and brewery right behind it just yeah, yeah it's 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 all right there um enjoy <laughs> <laughs>